Hello and welcome to Red Couch Conversations with me. And I'm Dr. D. This is a safe place to have a conversation. So I want you to come in and sit down and have a seat next to me. You will leave each episode with regained self-confidence and motivation. We are no longer just existing, but we are going to live and thrive. Stay tuned. Welcome back, and I'm so glad you decided to come in and have a seat on the red couch with me on today. Today, we're talking about jealousy. Um, Jealousy is normally seen as a negative emotion, which it is, but I want to clear up something before we jump into it. We serve a jealous God, meaning that God does not want to have any other gods in our lives beside him. So this type of jealousy is God ordained. God is telling us in his word, put no other gods before me. Oh, you're going to be saying, Oh, Dr. D I don't have any other God before me. You might want to check yourself because you have to make sure you're not putting anything or a person foremost and forefront in your life that distracts you and takes you away from seeing God as God. Let me tell you something. There are people that put their cars is their God. Their homes is their God. Their jobs is their God's. Their family is their God. Everything's a God, but the true and living God. So we have to make sure that we're searching ourselves and make sure that we are not putting any other God before him. He's a jealous God. But the jealousy I want to talk about today is the negative emotion, which occurs when a person feels threatened. And when a person feels threatened, they'll begin to what experience fear. So that is what I want to talk about today. And then not only uh, talking about the jealousy, but how to get free. How do I come out? There's no point of talking about a situation if you're not provided an escape plan, if you're not provided a way out. I often say, if you go to the doctor, you're going to the doctor with a problem, but when your doctor uh, diagnose your problem, you're looking for a solution in order to stop experiencing the things that you're experiencing. This is the same thing when you're hanging out with Dr. Dick. No, I'm not a medical doctor, but I want to give you a prescription through the word of God that will help you get free and stay free and set free because God does not want us to experience this negative emotion of jealousy. like to discuss the several types of jealousy um, that there are and I've come across nine of them during my research number one there's situational jealousy number two is romantic jealousy number three creative jealousy number four envy jealousy number five pathological jealousy number six sexual jealousy number seven attachment jealousy number eight sibling rivalry and number nine work place jealousy. These are all types of jealousy that one may experience through life. Situational meaning I might be in a situation where I'm envious that someone has more than me or someone has a capability I don't do. 
that I don't have. I oftentimes say the spirit of comparison will have you messed up and have you feeling things um, and wanting you to have something uh, that that's God necessarily doesn't want you to have. I no longer compare myself to others. I used to. I used to sit back and think, what is wrong with we, me? Why isn't God using me in this capacity? Why isn't God uh, shining down on me? Why, why this? Why are they going for it? And I feel like I'm back. God rebuke me and say, stop, Danielle, everybody's journey is not going to be the same at yours and stop looking at people thinking they have it all together when really they don't. I had to repent and I said, God, forgive me for thinking that I knew everything and I really didn't because I was comparing myself to someone else. Let me tell you something. Everything that looks green is not green. Every person that looks like they have it going on they don't have it going on. They're putting up a front and they're putting up a facade to make you think that they have it all going on. So I refuse to compare myself and I refuse to make myself feel this negative emotion because I didn't know what was the background behind the story. Uh, what was the background behind what the person was showing? Were they wearing a mask? So I had to ask God to deal with me so that I didn't repeat that same error over and over and over again then people find themselves in a romantic jealousy. Oh, they don't want to, they have an overly protective spouse. Oh, you shouldn't be looking at somebody. You're only supposed to look at me. You're only supposed to hug me, honey. That is not healthy male or female. When you start wanting to control your partner, your spouse, that is not healthy. You cannot have a romantic jealousy. Jealousy is not of God that, and I'm talking about the jealousy that creates a negative emotion, which we feel like they, that you can't trust the person if they're not in front of you, you got to track them. Where are you going? If you going down the road. How long is it going to take you to get down the road? Are you going to see anybody down the road? When you get down the road, what are you doing? What does that look like? Are you coming back? How long are you going to stay? Which way are you coming home? That is too much. And that drains too much energy and that drains too much time. If you're going to be in a relationship and a healthy relationship, you have got to trust that person. There has to be trust. And then we look at number three, creative jealousy. Don't be jealous because God has gifted someone with something that you don't have. Listen, I tell anybody, I have a sister that can sing, man, she can sing, but you know what? I'm not jealous of that because that's not the gifting that God gave me. I tell anybody I'm the preacher. She's the singer. I was at a conference one time and I got just as tickled. They was like, why don't you come help with praise and worship? I turned around and I started looking like, I know they're not talking to me. I know Dominique must've showed up and I don't even know it. Well, no, they said, no, you come sing praise of worship. I said, no, that's not my lane. That's my sister that sings. So therefore I must stay in my lane and not embarrass you and not embarrass myself and not make God ashamed because that is not what God has for me. So we have to be okay with where God has put us. And this is how you break free from the spirit and the prison of jealousy is being okay with where God has you. God has more for you. God has more for us. We just have to wait and endure and embrace the process. Now, when we look at envy, envy is a dangerous type of jealousy to have. And the reason why it ain't envy is dangerous because people murder, 
kill, steal, and destroy because of the envious type of jealousy that they have in their hearts. When the in- when envy jealousy starts to manifest itself it i have you doing things that you wouldn't ordinarily do and i have you saying things that you couldn't say and then this emotion becomes so strong in you that you can no longer control how you feel and it comes with a rage oh envy jealousy is horrible but i want to tell you there is freedom there is freedom in this you do not have to stay locked up in this you don't have to stay locked up behind these prison walls thinking that you'll never be free thinking that there'll never be breakthrough God has breakthrough just for you you just gotta simply open your mouth and say God deliver me from this feeling I no longer want to be in this place I no longer want to be here God I want everything you have for me take it from me get into pathological jealousy this type of jealousy can be described as an obsession with feelings that are intrusive and cause irrational fear this is not good okay and this occurs when victims of gaslighting or smear campaigns uh, from their partner which leads to become a paranoia this is more mental than anything and any person that is experiencing this type of uh, jealousy really needs to seek out from help because you know what this is really noticeable right away and you got to get help before things escalate and this is what happened when people think they have control over their emotions they really don't and then they escalate because they can no longer control how they feel and then they'll find themselves doing something and saying something they have no business saying and then then we have sexual jealousy and this is when a person um, person feels suspicious or threatened due to their partner's sexual activities either they're real or imagined wow this imagined part is what got me The devil loves to play with the mind and the devil loves to play mind tricks. It's either real or imagine. When you start imagining stuff and you're believing it, you have now entered into a territory that is no good and that is not good for you. Deliverance is real. Deliverance is possible. Deliverance is possible. And this is caused by insecurities and feelings of inadequacy. I want to tell you, you are enough. Now, something that the church normally does not talk about a lot is divorce. And when a spouse is treated on by the other person, that will again, make you feel inadequate and then make you feel insecure thinking what's wrong with me why wasn't i enough why did they have to go do that is there something wrong with me nothing is wrong with you after today we are no longer downplaying ourselves because of some foolishness that somebody else did it has nothing to do with you it has everything to do with that other person and what they wanted to do in the moment stop beating yourself up Don't allow somebody else's issues to create insecurities in you. Don't allow somebody else's stuff to create feelings of inadequacy in you. No, that's not good. It is not healthy. And after the day, we are broken free because we're no longer going back to that. 
And then you got attachment jealousy. And this occurs when a person gets insecure over their partner's emotional intimacy with others, including family members and friends. Attachment jealousy can cause people to feel, again, inadequate because they believe the other person is giving the attention to someone else. This stuff is real. This stuff is real. Oh, your spouse can't move without you being there because you feel as though that they might get more attention than you. You got to stop. I I dealt with this in, in my marriage. I'm just going to be honest. Yes, Dr. D is going to be honest. I, I, I dealt with this because of some situations that occurred within our marriage. So it made me feel like insecure and inadequate. So I can tell you, you can be free from these things because I myself have been there. I was attached. I'm like, well, hold on. You're just, you know, you, I feel, I felt as though you're giving, um, other people more attention than me, other things, more attention in me. So I begin to think, well, what is wrong with me where I can't get the attention that I, I didn't want? What happened was I allowed myself to become a breeding ground for the devil to come in and play havoc and mess up. I want to tell you, get free before you get to that point. Even if you have gotten to that point where the enemy is coming in and is talking to you and you're entertaining the enemy because don't, some people, they enter, they entertain what the devil is saying. They'll entertain what what he's talking about. They'll entertain it. So, so when you start thinking what the devil said this and you start answering it and you start listening, you are entertaining when you respond to the enemy. You are beautifully, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. And you got to know, even if that other person is being more attached to anybody else, it has nothing to do with me. You only have control over yourself. You cannot control people. You can, cannot control the timing of things. You cannot control the place of things. The only thing you can do is control yourself. Sibling rivalry. Now, this is this is a dangerous thing because oftentimes parents could be the cause or the reason why they're sibling rivalry because they feel as though one parent favors another child more than another. So sibling rivalry, rivalry will cause two siblings be, to become competitive against one another, trying to do outdo one another uh, in regards to achievement and success. Okay. And then if they feel as though they don't meet the mark, they have a feeling of inadequacy, insecurity, and betrayal. If you see the common thread when we think about sibling rivalry or just jealousy, period, it comes with inadequacy and insecurity. This is why reading the word of God is monumental to us as believers, because when we read the word of God, we'll know the word of God is a hiding place for us. The word of God builds up our most holy faith. The word of God is there to be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. The word of God is there to lead us and guide us and direct us all 
types of ways. So what we got to do is we got to be more conscious not to create a competitive environment in our children. If we do have children in our lives, um, even if you do have children in your lives, you have to make sure you have to let them know there is no favorites. I love all of my children. And that's something that I've always worked hard to do to make my children all feel love. If I couldn't do for one, I didn't do for none. I did for them when I was able to do for them all at the same time, even though I have two adult children and I have a younger uh, child that's under the age of 18, I still make sure even if I do something for that child under the age of 18, I will try to do something for my older children to let them know that, Hey, your love. And I don't want any rivalry between y'all. Y'all are all love. You're all achieving great things. You are all successful. And I love each one of you uniquely. You know what this does? It shuts the door to the enemy where he cannot come in and make a child think that civil rivalry is necessary. Then you got workplace jealousy. And that's when someone feels threatened over another colleague's success, achievements, and recognition with promotions. This is something that we see all the time but guess what? There's nothing we can do about it. Be the best you you can be. You don't got to be jealous over another person. You don't have to do. You don't have to do that because God, when God gives a promotion, man can't take it away from you. I was in a situation uh, one time where I was promoted and I was given jealousy and with me being promoted and getting jealousy, um, uh, people, when they got tired of me and they didn't like how far I was getting, man took, they, they took me down. But when God gave me a promotion, promotion, when it comes from God, there's nothing that man can do about it. When the favor of God is on you, there's nothing that man can do about it. So we don't have to be jealous, but although you don't, we don't have to be, there's people that experience this and you just have to let them know I'm, I'm happy for you. Cause you know what? There, you, there's something going on in that job that God did not want you to be in that position. He knew you, he seen down the line of time and he knew that you would not be able to handle some of the things that will come up in this job. So don't be jealous because God blocked it and God spared you. I'm telling you right now, every time I go to apply for a job, I said, God, if this is in your will, you'll let it happen. If it's not in your will, then it is what it is. You can see further than me. I begin to rejoice in the no. I don't get upset when I see my same coworkers get the promotion and I don't. Why? Because I know that God has greater for me. There's greater in store. So why get jealous? Because God said, no, this is not for me. I got something for you greater. There's greater ahead. Again, that's comparison. Don't compare yourself to someone else. You don't know what kind of backroom conversations went on. You don't know. So don't compare yourself to what somebody else is doing and what somebody else is saying. But I want to tell you, you can be free. You can be free. What are some causes of jealousy? Anxiety, low self-esteem, trust issues, um, fears, all of that is what builds up and what breeds jealousy. So what we got to do, if we wanted to reverse 
the jealousy, we anxiety. The Bible tells us to be anxious for nothing. We have to ask God to be our peace so that we're not anxious, to be our peace so that we can rest in him, to be our peace so that we can relax to him. And then low self-esteem. Do not wait for somebody to build you up. Build up yourself. Give yourself daily affirmations. Every time on Sunday morning at our ministry, um, we say, uh, look at your name and say, neighbor, everybody is somebody in the kingdom of God. Everybody is somebody in the kingdom of God. So when I know I'm somebody in the kingdom of God, you know what? That gives me confidence. That doesn't mean uh, a title makes not having a title makes me less. No, that has nothing to do with it. We are all kingdom soldiers fighting the good fight of faith in order to get there. The only thing I want God to do is be pretty pleased with my life. And then I got to stand in the mirror. Girl, you look good today. Man, that looks nice on you. Building up my own self-esteem and not relying on someone else to build me up. Not relying on someone else to to be my confident booster. You got to be confident in who you are. Be confident in what God made you. All right. And then trust issues. Trust God. When you trust God and ask God for direction, he'll tell you which way to go, who to talk to. He will lead and guide you all the way. We got to trust him. The Bible says, trust in him and lean not to our own understanding. We have got to trust that God has our best interest at heart. God knows what he wants for us. He knows what he needs. He already, he has a plan mapped out for us. The only thing we got to do is trust and believe the plan that God has for us. Man's plan gets rocky. God always has a plan. He always have an expected end. All right. And then the unconscious fears. Listen. You got to ask God to constantly search your heart. God, do I have anything in my heart that I'm fearing that I have something going on in my subconscious? I don't want anything going on in my subconscious that I'm not aware of. That's affecting me when I walk. That's affecting me when I talk. That's causing this negative emotion to come upon me. God, I do not want these things. I want the wholeness of you. I want the fullness of you. And this is what we got to do in order to break free of the prison of jealousy. Say, I am somebody. I am who God says I am. I'm more than the conqueror. Huh? I'm more than a conqueror. I know that God is not pleased with me. I know this is not what God wants from me, but you know what? You got to take this thing seriously. This is not, this is not a, a, an emotion you just sweep underneath the rug. You got to take it seriously, get you some help to help you deal with these emotions and feelings that you're dealing with. That's the way you get free and stay free. I, we didn't get free to get back, be back entangled again. He didn't free us for that. No, he wants us to have life and have that more abundantly. He wants us to have a strong life. He wants to have, have us to have a good life. He wants us to have a proper prosperous life. And we cannot do that as long as we are housing negative emotions in our spirit. We have got to break free. Some things come by fasting. Some things come by praying. Some things come by reading the word of God. So we got to put all that together so that God can set us free and then change your environment. 
We can't ask God to break us free from something and then we want to go back to the same environment in the same place that caused us to feel this way. We got to ask God to change us. We got to ask God to save us. We got to ask God to make us whole. This is what we have got to ask God to do so that we can be what we got to be. So we can be free. So that we can be free. This is what we got to do. Freedom is possible. Freedom is there for you. Don't be jealous. Don't compare yourself to nobody else. God made you. God knows you. And God has everything in store for you. You just got to trust the plan of God. I want you to say it to myself, say it to yourself. I'm going to trust the plan of God. I'm trusting the plan of God. I'm trusting the plan of God. God, I trust you. God, I don't understand it, but I trust you. God, I'm trying to lean not to my own understanding, but I trust you. God, I need you now like never before. And this is what you got to do when you want God to help you. God, free me from this. We got to open our mouths. God, free me from this. If it's not a negative emotion of jealousy, maybe it's something else. Well, whatever it is, you got to ask God, help me to search me. Expose it to me. Reveal it to me. Anything that I have going on, on the inside of me that you are not pleased with. Ask God. He's waiting with his arms open. He's waiting with his ears open. He's waiting, ready to receive us, ready to heal us. He has given us the keys to deliverance. The only thing is we don't use them. Activate your faith. Walk in your authority that God giving you and be free and be whole. Up next is Dear Dr. D. I'm going to read our Dear Dr. D letter. It says, Dear Dr. D, I went to lunch and when I got back, I found this note on my desk and it says, Hey friend, look, your girlfriend just rolled her eyes at me just a minute ago and she's jealous of me because I'm your best friend. She actually hurt at my feelings, so I think that me and you should not be friends. I love you, I want the best from you, but I can't take this anymore. I think it's best that we shouldn't be friends. And if you don't wanna play with me, I completely understand. Sign, a sad friend. Dr. D, this note has me torn. I wanna maintain my friendship, but I have a jealous girlfriend. What should I do? Well, as you see, um, my friend, my brother in Christ, you're dealing with someone that is dealing with a negative emotion. Jealousy is a negative emotion. And so what you're going to have to do is talk to your girlfriend, um, and ask her what's going on and try to get to the root of the problem. I will tell you this, anytime you allow the negative emotion of jealousy to rule a relationship it will always rule a relationship i'm not telling you to leave anybody i'm not advising that but what i'm advising is to help your girlfriend get to the root of the issue especially if you want to consider making a long-term relationship with 
this person because if it goes unchecked and if it's not deal with dealt with what happened is it the jealousy will try discord to want to cut you off from not only friends it'll start off as one person then it'll be two people then it'll be a group of people then it'll be your family then you it will be uh, you can't go this place it's going to turn into a wildfire so what i would suggest is asking your girlfriend what's the root of this getting to the root of it and dealing with it and not it will escalate into something more and then pray and ask God what to do you can never go wrong when you pray and you talk to God and you ask him what to do now it sounds like your friend that le left this note doesn't want to cause any harms and it sounds like she would be upset if she lost your friendship but she doesn't want to cause you any undue grief you have a really good friend here, but what actually is happening, this is a shining a spotlight on you so that you can see something. So you have to be open to, to see and get an outside perspective. Cause I oftentimes say you can be a relationship with someone and you have rose colored glasses on your face and you might not can't see what other people see. So you're going to have to take a step back and reevaluate things and then ask your girlfriend to go get help because this is the beginning of an unhealthy pattern. And if it's not dealt with, it escalates. And we have to remember a changed behavior is the only acceptable apology because people will say words and still be going back to doing the same thing. But a changed behavior is an acceptable apology. And so I'm going to pray that God will give you the solution that you need. Dear Heavenly Father, we actually look down on this man of God and I'm asking you to cover him and I'm asking you to open up his understanding and I'm asking that you would give him the wisdom and the direction that he needs on trying to handle this situation. Look down on the individual that is experiencing jealousy and God, I'm asking you to keep him. I'm asking that you would deliver right now and set free whatever the root cause is, allow it to be revealed and exposed so that healing to, can take place and this individual no longer has to be locked in the secret prison. Father, we thank you for all things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning into Red Couch Conversations with Dr. D. It is our sincere prayer that this episode pushed you to continue to thrive in this journey called life. Before we leave, let's have a moment of prayer. Father, we thank you for this conversation that we were able to have before you on today. I'm asking that you will continue to keep us wrapped in your love and in your peace, that we might grow stronger in you and always. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye-bye for now.